A yabba dabba do, everybody. <laughs> everybody, welcome back to Well, I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. It's like a children's character. Yeah. Life. yeah. I liked it a lot. <laughs> well, I liked it. That was like, oh. My, my nails aren't that long enough. There you go. I can hear that <laughs> ASMR. This show is, well, I liked it, a podcast where we watch movies we loved as kids to see if we still enjoy them today. We are your hosts. I am Brad Dixon. And I'm Katie Roletto. And this week for our movie, we watched The The Flintstones. Flintstones. Yeah. (laughs) Jinx. (laughs) Jinx. We watched The Flintstones from way back in 1994. Um, The Flintstones obviously was a cartoon which was on from 1960 to 1966. It was the longest running and most financially successful network animated television series until The Simpsons came by. So... Yes. Oh, I didn't know it was only on for six years. I know. That doesn't feel like a very long time. Well, yeah, compared to The Simpsons, which has been on, you know. Like 30. Yeah, over 30 years now. Yeah. Um, It is. Yeah, it's crazy. Did you ever watch it? I did. Did you watch it? I watched it when it was, I watched it when I was a kid, but I didn't like, I don't, I haven't absorbed it. Do you know what I mean? It's not something that's like, I remember watching it. I know I've seen it a bunch, um, but I really don't remember much about the the characters. I mean, it was kind of a different time when we were growing up because, you know, we had a what our parents our parents were like oh my god a hundred channels whoa i mean and now it's like the the there is no end to entertainment that you can find but back then it's like there was only kind of a finite number of of tv and and cartoon series that you could watch and so it kind of made sense that we would go back in time and we would like watch things a little bit older so yeah so i'm excited to get into it a little bit more with you uh it was an experience watching this movie (laughs) it was an experience yeah it was i was like i I gotta text katie but i can't i'm not allowed to no talking no Um, you'll actually get arrested if you do yeah (laughs) it's the rule it's the law it's the law (laughs) so how was your week how was your week what happened this week anything happened this week um, this week we are really, like really getting into TikTok. Mm-hmm. I've been getting I'm really into it, really reading a lot about it, watching videos about how to use it. Yes. I'm learning a lot. I'm not I don't have a lot of views yet, but I've been putting stuff on there and just like trying to understand the internet. For the first <laughs> time, maybe. I really feel like I've always been like my entire life, I'm like, I've I'm like a social media. I connect yes. with social media. I use it, but honestly, like I don't post very much ever on any of my social platforms. And um I used to post more when I was younger. But now I just like sort of like I'm a consumer and I'm just like watching or reading. So this is weird to feel like I'm tra- creating content specifically to put out. This is like your Olympics. You've been training for this, you know, you've been consuming <gasps> been all this, this media yeah. for years and years and years. Now it's your time to shine. Oh, man, that's it. Yeah. Wow, that makes me feel better. That yeah. makes me feel like I'm an athlete. I can't wait till you become TikTok famous and I can ride on this coattails all the way to that new TikTok house. That <laughs> I want that TikTok creator money. Yes, 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 yes. Give us that swag. Give us that PR box. Yes. <laughs> want to do uh, that opening video? Mm-hmm. Be like, this is what I got from TikTok. Oh, here's my week. hat. Here's my mug. <laughs> Here's my T-shirt. Oh, a special plaque with my name on oh, it. Thanks yay! Thank you. <laughs> but really, I would love that, you guys. No, so these are so we're manifesting <laughs> it, putting out in the universe. It yeah. will happen. Anyways, that's been my week. What's you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, so I'm still in San Francisco. 
Uh, I swear I moved to LA. I swear I did. I swear. Uh, but I'm still gonna, they're not going to believe her. They're just going to say for years. She's like, I think she lives in San Francisco. She says she lives in LA. I could say I live wherever I want. You'll never know. You can't see me. <laughs> I live on the planet Mars. First person to podcast from Mars. Yeah. Could you imagine? That'd be cool. That'd be cool. Yeah. Put that on your vision board cool. too. Yeah. Great. Okay. 2021 is going to be a great year. I can already, I can oh. see it. Or it's going to be such a bad year that we're going to be like, we got to get out of here. We got to go to Mars. <laughs> yeah. Maybe that's how we get to Mars. So anyway, yeah, and, and nothing really big to report on my end. We're just going about to go and shelter in place again. Uh, mm-hmm. We're recording this a little bit ahead of time, but uh, they're shutting it, shutting it down. They're shutting everything down. So we're just going to be home, which I have been home anyway, so it's yeah, not like I can go really anywhere. Good. Yeah, you've been really <laughs> about it. So excited to hermit again. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's going to be the exact same. It's the same. <laughs> it's just the same. But anywho, yeah. Should we talk about this movie? Let's do it. The Flintstones. I forgot the song. Okay, sing it. When I heard, no, no, no. When I heard it, yeah. I was like, I forgot there was a song. Absolutely, there's a song. Do you not try? And- Where the Flintstones have a never do day. Yes, it is. It's Flintstones. Where the Flintstones? No, it's wrong. It's wrong. Flintstones. Where the no. Flintstones? That's not right. Flintstones. Meet the Where- Flintstones. Oh, meet the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this okay is- but the tune was kind of right? The tune was right, yes. Dead on. Dead. I could sing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Your pitch was perfect, yes. Perfect. Yeah. Ah, you were up here. Oh, down here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Let's read, the, let's read the synopsis. You got that? Let's read the synopsis. I got the synopsis. Okay. okay. In a parallel modern-day Stone Age world, a working-class family, the Flintstones, are set up for an executive job. But they learned that money can't buy happiness. Ooh, that's a good synopsis, IMDb. It, I think it is too. It gives me a little bit of what it's about. Yep. It tells me who the Flintstones yep. are. Yeah, you know? yep. Doesn't give me and it tells no me it tells me the lesson that, that we're gonna get to. Yes. Do you remember this movie from when we were kids? I remember watching it. Yes. I remember going to the theaters. I remember when they made the sequel, Viva Rock Vegas. Yes. Um, that I wanted to see that in theaters because I was like, what a clever name. Clever. <laughs> everything, by the way, everything is a rock pun in this movie. Every fucking thing everything. is a rock pun. Yes. Yeah. So I thought that like that was like peak comedy. So I was like, I'm going to see that movie. And I think I did. <laughs> um. <laughs> and it was great. It was my favorite movie. I remember it. it was, yeah. As I recall. Yeah. yeah. I recall the movie in being enjoyable as a kid. Yeah. And Rosie O'Donnell was so big at the time or she was yes. just getting blowing up yeah. or whatever. So I remember being like, oh, Rosie O'Donnell's in this. Yeah. I knew that name. And I was mm-hmm. like, hey. I, um, I really loved the Flintstones as a kid. I don't know. I watched a lot of older cartoons when I was a kid. I watched mm-hmm. a lot of older TV too. I really loved – like the 60s, 70s TV. Like watch a lot of Nick at Night. Like Dream of Genie. Loved I Dream of Genie. Oh my God, are you really? kidding me? Yes. Loved I Love Lucy. Um, I watched a lot of I Love Lucy. Bewitched. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. All of it. Liver and Shirley <laughs> and the Flintstones, Rocky and Bullwinkle. All of these like were so, so great. Because I think a lot of people have a fondness for the Flintstones. Mm-hmm. I remember as a kid, like we had Flintstone. Stuff because so even after it had gone off the air, like they were still making 
toys. Toys and merchandise like and merchandise. Things. Yeah, you'd have like all stuffed animals mm-hmm. or t- you know, backpacks or like your your toy stuff, like your kids like you school go to the stuff amusement or park, you could meet them. Yeah. Even like years after there was people wanting this movie to be made. I remember being excited this movie was being made. Yeah, it was a cool thing. Yeah. It's a, got a very famous cast. Really great cast. I think the cast Really great cast. Like yeah. I mean the cast is Stacked. It's got John Goodman. Yes. Also, I don't know who Elizabeth Perkins is. So Elizabeth Perkins is. Um, you would recognize her. She's. I mean, she's still a working actress. I know her from Weeds. Um, she's in um Sharp Objects. Oh, I know her from Weeds too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Okay, got it, got it, got it. She's mostly known from Big. Oh. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so the cast is John Goodman, Elizabeth Perkins, uh, Rick Moranis, Rosie O'Donnell. Halle Berry, Elizabeth Taylor. Elizabeth Taylor. I mean, come on. And then I'm um, Kyle McLaughlin, who's like not that famous, but I like recognize I, from Desperate House. Yes, exactly. Me too. And <laughs> from Portlandia. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I was like, I recognize him, but he's not in like as famous as everyone else. But Elizabeth Taylor is in this. Um, this cast is stacked. Stacked, baby. Stacked. Yeah, great cast. So I feel like it was a big movie. It was like a big deal. And it was Steven Spielberg too, right? He produced it? Yeah. And this is like peak Spielberg, um, what's it called? Jurassic Park time. Yes. So this was like top-notch movie of the era. Yeah. So I think the cast is really interesting. So John Goodman is perfect, right, for Fred. Mm -hmm. Like you can't really think of anyone else. They had a few other people that they were throwing around for it. John Candy was one, which I feel like. Oh, okay. Yeah, that would have been great too. Been very different. Yeah, it would have been really different. But he passed away in 1994. And then they were thinking of... Chevy Chase. Mm, I could see that. Who was too skinny. Um, yeah. And then they were thinking of Dan Aykroyd, who, again, was also a little too skinny for the role. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, but ultimately, John Goodman was really the pick. And Steven Spielberg pointed him out. And he's like, you're going to be Fred Flintstone. And he didn't really want to be Fred that much. <laughs> he said he mm-hmm. wasn't really looking forward to, like, people stopping him on the street and always being like, oh, say, yabba dabba do," <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. and that sounds very annoying. Uh, but he said, ultimately, it was a fun time. But it sounds like, when Steven Spielberg says you're going to be Fred Flintstone, you got to be. You're going to be Fred Flintstone. Fred Flintstone. You do what Steven tells you. He's going to give you a big career, buddy. Yeah. Then I was also reading that this script had gone through so many iterations. So many different people had written different versions of the script, and there's even a version of the script where it was like kind of depressing, where it was sort Ooh. of like a Grapes of Wrath sort of idea, where uh, the town Bedrock goes through like a Great Depression, and Barney and Fred have to go on this journey and like. Find odd jobs along the way in a prehistoric world and bring their family and help survive. Kind of like that. We should just make that movie, but make it very dark, have no relation to the Flintstones. <laughs> Silent movie too. I don't want them to talk. But I think it would be so weird because it has to be kind of dark and moody, but you still have these jokes because the whole world right. of the Flintstones, the reason why people love the Flintstones is this alternate universe they've created. This like modern- Modern world with- yeah. The rocks. Yeah, the prehistoric Everything is rocks. War. Yeah, but everything's yeah. rocks. Rocks and dinosaurs. Everything is rocks and dinosaurs. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I guess it would be kind of interesting. But they even said this movie was too adult for kids. That was like a lot of the criticism really? of it. They said, they it, was said like, it was too adult. Because the storyline of like the business? I think it was the storyline. I think there were some okay. things. I think it was like Halle Berry was very I mean, sexy. She was very sexy very in sexy. this. Yeah, yeah, that was actually a little bit more adult than what I was thinking. And you know, and I do think as a kid, I, I never knew that this was the storyline. I had no clue. I was like, what? This is what this movie is about? Yeah. I didn't know. 
And then other people who wanted to be Barney Rubble, they, their first choice was Danny DeVito. But Danny DeVito was like, I think I'm like too rough around the edges for it. I think so too. He said Rick Moranis would have been a great fit for it. Um, and I think Rick Moranis is perfect for Barney. Rick Moranis did a great job. I, I feel like he can't do anything wrong. And then who else was in the running to be Wilma and I wish and I wish and I wish is Catherine O'Hara. <gasps> I know, right? Oh, that uh, would have been good. That would have been so good. I know. Stop. I know. I know. My heart breaks. Yeah, mine too. She would have been so great. Let's do it again with her. Let's just do it again. It's not too late. It's not too late. Let's do that Grapes of Wrath one. I put Catherine O'Hara in. Yeah. But it's so let's funny. Let's do it. Yes. Let's make it happen. But ultimately, I think Elizabeth Perkins was a great Wilma anyway. You know. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. She did a great job. And then, of course, like the big thing is Rosie O'Donnell as Betty. Huge. She was a massive star at the time, right? Yeah. Yeah. She was. Yeah. I, re- I mean, I remember watching the show. The Rosie show? Uh, yeah, the Rosie O'Donnell show, the talk show. Mm-hmm, me too. That was on. I loved her. I loved her as a kid. You I did? thought she was so Oh yeah, I thought she was so funny. She did a lot of like kids stuff. She did I think she always did she like did. stuff on like Nickelodeon. Yeah, the, the kids' choice awards or whatever. Mm-hmm. Getting slimed. Yeah, she was very involved. Yeah. And she did a lot of kid movies too. Yeah, she just was in all of those those movies, like Now and Then. She was in Harriet the Spy. Mm-hmm. Like she she uh She's in this. Uh, a le- like- uh, she's in this, <laughs> a league of their own. All of those movies, you know. I just always found her so funny and charming and just really, really, really likable. I think she is. I think she just is a likable person. I wonder, but then after, I mean, this is, but this is what's so, this is just such a typical Hollywood story of the 90s. She comes out and she, all of a sudden the perception of her completely changed. Mm -hmm. And I wonder, I was talking about this with um, my friend today, is it because of, the perception that the media then put on her of like stereotypes of what a lesbian is, is that Mm -hmm. because the media did that or was she actually coming out from like her, you know, cherry bubbly poppy kind of persona that she had been showing to the world, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I do know that she's like been very open about her like mental health and having Mm -hmm. different diagnoses. I I don't actually know what she's, what she's such as had, but I, I look at more as someone who has just been like very, like honest with people about who she yeah. is and like even before i feel like that really is her personality i think most of like that is like who she is she's a very big joy to be around and i think um that there are also elements of her that are darker too like anybody else you know yeah. so that makes sense i don't know it must be hard once you start opening up about your life and your personal mm-hmm. life how do you take it back yeah how do you take it back and all of a sudden you have opened up this part of your life and you're vulnerable and it's not perfect. Mm-hmm. And yeah. people have their perception and expectation of you. I mean, I remember as a kid being excited she was in this, but I remember people saying it was a strange choice because Betty Rebel is really supposed to be like kind of the sex pod. Yep. I thought she was great, though. I thought she was great, too. They said that she got the part because she really nailed the laugh. <laughs> that oh, Betty Rebel little laugh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Well, you want to dive into it? Let's dive into the movie. Ooh. Okay. Okay, so we open up with this like rock scene, right? Yes. Where they're like just yeah. like moving rocks and breaking rocks. Yeah, they're working a quarry. So they're making I I imagine that they're breaking off the rocks to make materials for when people need to use it. Cause they use a lot of rocks in this town. We get introduced to Fred just briefly. He's just sort of there, right? And then it goes into like the main office where Cliff Vandercave is. 
And he just starts talking shit about these dudes building this stuff. He's like, you know why they're down there and I'm up here. Yeah. <laughs> and also Halle Berry. Um, damn. She looks so good. Yeah. She looks so good. Apparently, Sharon Stone was supposed to be in this role. And then she dropped well, out last The night. name was Sharon Stone. I was wondering about mm-hmm. that. Her name, character's name is Sharon Stone. That would have been funny. It would have been very funny. Ooh, Sharon. Why'd she drop out? There's a scheduling conflict. I forget what she was shooting, but she was shooting something else. That is a shame, but I'm glad they kept the name. Or they were too lazy to, and they were like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. They're like, that's the joke now. (laughs) When they find that on MTV, it's going to kill. Yeah. (laughs) We can't. It's a thinker. We can't rename her to Betty Boulders. We got to keep it Sharon Stone. No, not Betty Boulders. That's not sexy. No. Already right away, he's evil, and there's an evil plan of ruin. Mm -hmm. And then it goes to... Uh, the intro, the full, yeah. the whole full Flintstones intro, which I completely f- forgot existed. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, they did this. And they just did like a live action version of what was the actual intro, right? Like that's what I remember right. it being. They did a really good job. They did a pretty good version of the end too. The saber tooth tiger? Yeah. I remember that joke, but like why doesn't he want the saber tooth tiger in the house? I don't know. I think people treated their pets differently in the 60s. <laughs> the Stone Ages, Katie. The this was Stone the Stone Age. Ages. Yeah, the Stone Ages. My impression right away, mm-hmm. and it's kind of my issue with the movie, I'll just kind of say it right off the bat, Ooh. is that it's like I see what they were trying to do, mm-hmm. and I appreciate what they were trying to do. Apparently, 10% of this entire budget went just to, to rocks. To to rocks (laughs) to the set uh, and to the art direction of this, which it had to. The budget was forty six million, so that means four point six million went to just constructing this world. Four, so basically five million dollars went to the board. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of money, and honestly, I can see that it did cost that much. But there's they they didn't have that much scenery, and I felt like it probably was from budget constraints. But it was probably expensive for the scenery they did create. Yeah, because they had to film. They did some of it. In LA, but then they did some of it in Utah so they could get like those actual big rock kind of shots too. But uh, my issue with this is him sliding down the tail and then like hopping into the car. It's like they're trying to make it look like a cartoon, but it feels awkward to me. I don't know if it felt awkward to you, but I felt like everything just felt like Every time they did a cartoon thing, I was like, oh, this is a cartoon thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it was like, Mm -hmm. oh, like there was one point where he's like, yabba dabba doo, and he jumped up to kick his feet. And I was like, oh, he's tied to a rope. This is a cartoon thing. You know what I mean? It was like, it wasn't, I don't want to say poorly done because I feel like they did a good job. I feel like they tried. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to insult anyone's artistic process. I know, that's hard. That's a hard thing to do. And I think this is something they didn't know how to do it, but how do you bring a cartoon to real life? You know what it was to me? It felt slow. Yeah, it felt very slow. Like everything felt slow. It's like, and now I hit this and then I hit and then I cut to this. And it felt like if everything was like faster, because it was almost like they wanted you to not miss the joke. I will also say this. That also felt more authentic to the Flintstones that I remember. The Flintstones animation was not the quality of animation we have now. There were breaks or kind of cuts or like slow times every once in a while. And they really gave you a second to sit on the jokes. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. It wasn't quite like as layered as Mm -hmm. I think we're used to comedy as being today. But I still think that, you know, you wouldn't think twice in doing a cartoon like he kicks his heels up in the air and he goes up really, really high. Or he does like the twinkle toes thing that was like really famous when he does this bowling thing. Yes. You don't even think about that. But it's like you had to like get this like 
sweeping pan shot because I'm sure that shot could probably cost like a lot, so much more, dollars. so much extra. How do you get him up on his toes? Yeah, little, little, little <laughs> thing. They had to make it so obvious, and I think that if they gave the audience a little more credit. It might have been more enjoyable for me. Who yeah, am I to say. You know? I totally get yeah. that. I totally yeah. get that. I yeah. I'll say this: like I I'm not going to sit here and defend this movie. So. <laughs> I'm going to defend it till I die. So I'm not going to be like movie. if you're going to critique it. I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I was not like sitting here being like, wow, this was incredible. Incredible. Ugh, French. Bonjour. Bonjour. Anywho, Fred and Barney are coming back from work, and they're. They're best buds. Best buds. And we find out on their ride home, Fred gave Barney some money. He's like, I, you know, Barney's like, thank you. We wouldn't be able to get a kid if it weren't for you. He's like adopting a baby. Adoption's very expensive. Mm-hmm. And so I guess he needed a loan. So Fred gave him a loan. Actually, he didn't even give him a loan. He just gave him money because there was never any sort of like, you're going to pay me back. He drained his savings. Drained his savings to help them adopt a baby. Yeah. And then Fred like clearly didn't want Wilma to know. So he gets home and Wilma's like, the fi- the garbage disposal isn't working. It's We need a new one. But I went in there and the savings were all gone. And then he tries to be cute and flat clever. And he's like, well, well, the garbage disposal, you don't need a new garbage disposal for. What do you need that? And he opens it up and it's like this ugly pig thing. Yeah. Yeah. That thing was gross. That thing, and then he shoved his fist down its throat to like grab something out of it. And I was like... What are we? What are we watching? I was. They not... don't know what anything is. They call that a garbage disposal. That's a pig. That's a pig. <laughs> dog comes too. Who's actually a dinosaur? Dino. We all love. <laughs> they keep telling. They keep telling this dinosaur a dog, yeah. which I think is very over funny. and over. They're like, "Where's the dog? Get out of here, dog!" And I'm just like, "It's not a dog. He for one, he has a name. It's Dino. And it's secondly, Dino. it's Dino because he's a dinosaur." Yes. You know? That's where that name comes from. That's where from. it comes from. You named him that. You and should you know did what he that. Is. <laughs> yeah. You gave him the laziest, easiest name you could. Dino, you could just end that. You could just say, Where's the dino? Where's the dino? Where's Dino? Where's Dino, Where's Dino the dino? Like, it's oh just, my God. It's so could you easy. imagine? That'd be like if you call, if you like had a cat and you're like, <laughs> Dog. And it was, it was called Kitty. And you're like, Where's the dog? Yeah. <laughs> where's the kitty, lion? Kitty. Like, where's the- <laughs> What are you talking about? Where's the horse? (laughs) (laughs) You don't know your animals. Uh, It's not their fault. They're cave people. They're cave people. Also, Fred is supposed to be like the dumbest of them all. (laughs) They're very mean about how dumb he is. (laughs) So mean about how dumb he is. What I thought was interesting in here too was what choices they made to make things CGI and what choices they made to things Like the dinosaur. Dino was CGI. Mm-hmm. And I think the cat, the saber tooth tiger, was CGI. So the saber tooth t- tiger is too, uh, and that was the first time a cat was CGI, and that was a really big deal because when you do that, you have to do all the fur and everything. So it took a really, really long Interesting. time. Interesting. Anyways, so she's really upset with him, and then he breaks down and he tells her that like, oh, I gave it to Barney. Of course, she's not upset when he gives it to Barney because they're best friends. He yeah. doesn't know his wife at all. They don't have a healthy no. relationship. No, I don't think so either. A, if my husband had drained my savings without talking to me, I'd be mad. I'd be mad. I'd be mad. Also, but like if he's going to lie to me about it after I confront him about it, after I'm like, no, the savings account is empty. You need to tell me. And then he tells me it's for his friend. And I'm like, we should have had a conversation about that. And she says that too. Mm -hmm. But she's like, don't worry. It's fine. She's like, oh my God, I love you even more. That's so sweet. I know. And I'm like, do you? Because you were so mad. He spent all that money. And then he goes, and then I bought a new bowling ball. He said that? I've missed that. He's the 
worst. He's he's bad. He's bad yeah. news. He's not yeah. a, he's not a good husband. No, I don't think so. But anyways, she mm. she she digs them. She likes them. It's fine for her. Then we go to this adoption agency. Yeah, and they're waiting with the rubbles. They do everything with the rubbles. Their Flintstones everything. and the rubbles are like they adopt babies with the rubbles. Oh yeah. my god! They, they have get... Sunday night dinners with the yeah. rubbles. Eventually, yeah. more thing. They live with the rubbles. I don't mm-hmm. want to know what else happens with the rubbles. <laughs> It's the it was the sixties, man. Things were crazy. It was the sixties. People were like, "Oh, you know what goes on that neighborhood?" It's a key party, yeah? yeah. Yeah. Yes, that's what we're thinking. That's, yes. Yeah, of yes. course. I don't know if that works with two couples. I think that is just that's just straight up swinging. It's just swinging. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, that's just they are what they are. You know. Yeah. Do you no think? Shame. Okay, but serious question. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> serious question. Do you think there were more swingers in the sixties or now? I think now. Ooh. I think it's just no taboo about it. I think there was very minimal swinging in the 60s. I think now. I, I think, think like now. people are more – I think it's more accessible now. Like if I want to find a swinger, I feel like I could just be like boop, 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 go on the internet and go right. find someone. Right, yeah. exactly. It's super easy. Whereas in the 60s, you would have to be like – Have so a key you, party. Uh, you uh, – <laughs> um, So uh, – No? No? Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll just go over this to this person. Ask this person. You are uh, like um, – <laughs> Like, I think that they just did drugs together and they're, and then that's how they figured it out. Right. Anywho, so they're adopting a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and they come out with a monkey. Oh, yuck, yuck, And then yuck. they're like, well, well, I guess we'll love them. <laughs> like, I guess we'll love them like a run. They're like, no, this is for Mr. and Mrs. Henderson. I was, I was very confused why a monkey was in the same adoption unit. There's a separation, you know? Yes. Monkeys go to the zoo. <laughs> No, they see in this movie. I'm sorry. <laughs> dogs, are, dogs are dinosaurs. Garbage right. are pigs. Monkeys, monkeys are neighbors. Are babies. <laughs> yeah. That's the rules. That's the get rules. on board. Gotta That's get on board, board with bedrock. Uh, but then they introduce that they have this like very like Neanderthal-y little baby raised by a mastodon. That's the elephant looking. Yeah, a mastodon yeah, with yeah. hair. Okay, yeah, they're cute. Raise a baby. I don't know. That sounds very dangerous. Yeah, for a baby to be raised by like an elephant. elephant. Yeah, yeah, dinosaur elephant. But you know, yeah. Mowgli was raised by wolves. That seems I more mean, dangerous. You but, think so? I think. But you wolves would step once on they one, but, but when you're in the when you're in the like pack, they're not going to hurt you. They're going to protect you because you're the weakling. It's like doggies. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my dogs yeah. would love a human oh. baby to be best friends with. Oh. You know what I mean? So like, sweet. like not like one that's ever going to grow up, but just like a small human that would want to play yeah. with them at all times. They would be so excited. Oh my god! They ain't gonna so get sweet. one. No. <laughs> um, Lou would hate it. <laughs> <laughs> Shrek, who the fuck is this person? Like, get out my of my attention! Mind. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, and we find out that um, that's Bam Bam, and that's Bam, Bam Bam is super super strong, and he can only say Bam Bam. They take him home. They clean him up. They give him a bath. He turns into the little Bam Bam we know with the, that has like a little blonde bowl cut that we all had in the 90s. All of us. Um, all of us. <laughs> then they go bowling. They go bowling. So Fred's the man. He bowls. He wins. He does little twinkle toes. Yep. And then he gets a shit face wasted and goes home. And that sounds like a blast. Yeah. And Barney makes a sweet little speech. Yeah. He's like, he is he reads my a poem. buddy. He's my pal. I hope I can repay him someday. Somehow. Yeah. Fred loves Barney and Barney loves Fred. Yeah. I remember in the show, I feel like Fred was always a little more annoyed at Barney. Here they're like, they cannot get enough of each other. They love it. They yeah. love each other. Yeah. Then he comes home. He tries to sneak home. But then, can't do it. He makes too much noise. And guess who's there? 
Miss Elizabeth Taylor's Ms. at Elizabeth home. Miss Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. She is the mother-in-law. Was that a character in the show? She was a character in the show. Yeah. I yeah, remember yeah, yeah. her. Was she in it a lot? No, it was kind of like every, but she just, you know, was that typical, like, yeah. oh my God, the mother-in-law. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Elizabeth Taylor here was fine. She really wasn't in it very much. No, she wasn't. They said that, so this was the last movie she was in. Really? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh. Uh, it was like her last feature film. And the way that they convinced her to do it, part of the proceeds would go to the AIDS Foundation. Thanks, yeah. Elizabeth Taylor. Thank you. She was very mean to him. This is the first time I think they're mean to him about how smart he is. I know. Like, they're like, first off, she was like saying he's not a good provider. And I'm like, their house was nice for the bedrock. No, I thought so too. I'm like, they I thought have it was a, nice a perfectly house. nice neighborhood. It had a literally cute yard. Everyone in the neighborhood was sweet. It was like, the, it was like true suburbs. Yeah. Why would you want, like, need more than that, Elizabeth Taylor? Like, what are you hoping them to have? Well, she's Elizabeth Taylor. She is Elizabeth Taylor. So the next day, we just kind of get a, a peek at to what their work, work is, is like. like. At the, at the quarry, yeah. and then Cliff Vandercave comes out, and he's like, "Hey, we're gonna do this. We're gonna give you guys all these like aptitude tests, mm-hmm. and the person who gets the highest score gets to be the vice president." Right. Done. Yeah. <laughs> like, Fred just like really all of a sudden he wants to do it. He wants yeah. it so bad. He's like, "I want to be rich. I want to be the vice president." So he spends a whole week studying. He like gets made fun of by everybody for studying and being a dummy. I so, know. Like- I know, poor, even Wilma and Betty, they're, they're like, like, like folding clothes and they're like, well, that's not going to happen. <laughs> I know. It's What's so he studying for, that idiot? Like, I'm just like, oh. But they were right because he does. I mean, they're to- not wrong. Yeah. Was they, uh, Betty's like, oh, you know, she's trying to be nice at first. She's like, you know, Fred, when's that gets the high score on the test? You can hire someone to do your laundry. She goes, I'll have to hire someone to revive me. Uh, he goes to take the test that Saturday. And it obviously doesn't go well because he doesn't know anything. He's very stressed. He's like etching the wrong things. He's erasing mm-hmm. and filling it back in. And he's doing very badly. Mm, he is. Very badly. Yeah, and he you is. can tell he does not know these answers. Mm-mm. Barney is breezing through. He's like easy peasy. This is his way to repay Fred. He switches the tablets. So Fred's yeah. is his and his is Fred's. They go home. The next day they reveal the person who gets it. So then they go to the office, right? Um, so then oh, right. Vander Clave and Miss Stone, then they meet in the office, and she's like, we have all the results in, and we have the winner. The winner is Fred Flintstone. Um, here's what I think is weird about this plot. The mm-hmm. goal is to get a latchkey that will basically be the fall person for the embezzlement. Why would they do a test to find the smartest person? I said the same thing. Yeah, right? But if they're trying to find the dumbest person to do the, a dumb person to do this, why would you pick the smartest? No one's ever going to see the results. Take right. the dumbest persons. It made no sense to me. That made no sense. No sense. Barney would have read those agreements. Barney would have 100% read them. Because he's not mm-hmm. a dummy, apparently. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I have another question about that. We'll get to it later. Okay. I had the same Flawed. exact question, but hold on to that logic hold and on. the flaw in that logic because okay. it comes up a multiple time. Yes. <laughs> so this is big news. Uh, he gets his picture in the paper. Well, I did like that they did his cartoon, cartoon character with a picture. And I was yeah. like, you know what? They wouldn't have pictures, they would just draw it. Yeah, yeah. and it's funny. And it looks like him. 
Well, don't forget what we're watching. I'm watching the Flintstones that's based mm-hmm. off this cartoon. <laughs> Life is good. Yeah. He gets to be the vice president. It's what he wanted. And, and Barney feels good that he did something nice for his friend and got to pay him back. He goes there for the first day. He gets there and he's like, Barney, can I borrow a couple bucks? I didn't have, I'm a little short for lunch. So Barney's like, okay, friend, I'll throw you a couple dollars. Mm-hmm. And then he goes inside and basically he meets that bird. He's like, um, a, like, what's the recorder? What's the, the word that he's supposed to be? He's like a, a thing. A dictator? A di- not dictator. D- a dic- dictation? Dictator? Dictator? Is it dictator? <laughs> <laughs> it's dictator, which is a man's name. Richard Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Richard Taylor. Inventor, and then he invented those dots. Yeah. <laughs> what dots? Oh, the tuts. The tuts, <laughs> the tater yeah. tuts. Got it. <laughs> and he says Dictabird or something like that? What is the name of this thing? Dictabird. It's a Dictabird. Yeah. Okay. Don't mess that up. <laughs> Don't mess that up. Very close. Anyway, he's a, very mean. He's very mean. He's got an attitude. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Fred is also mean to him. No, I think Fred's mean to him. Oh, I think, yeah. I think Dictabird is just doing his job and he's doing it well. And trying to be helpful. Yeah. He's like, hey, mm-hmm. just so you know, like, I've been here a while. If you have any questions, I'm here to mm-hmm. help you out. And he's like, I'm, you're not, you know, what does he say? He's like, you're the bird. I'm the boss. This now, you don't tell me what, you don't help me out. Did you like my Fred Flintstone? Was that good? That was good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's that's how cartoons sound. All of them. That is how they all, they all, all sound, sound the exact same. Yeah. So, yeah, he's rude to this bird, and this bird's just kind of trying to help him out. And he just ha- – I feel like he has, like, a big head about – he's like, I'm the vice president. I don't know what I do. I don't even know my title. Mm-hmm. I have to read what my nameplate says. He doesn't even know what his job is. And he yells it out yeah. the window. He's guys, guys, I'm the vice president of, like, distribution and transcribing or whatever it is. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, cool. Good Great. for you, man. Yeah. yeah. And it's like – I was Great. like, I'd be embarrassed – I would be so embarrassed if I was shouting out the window what my job is. You loser. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut back to Vanderclave and Stone, and yeah. they basically get the documents out, and then we find out that the plan is to get him to sign a bunch of documents. So they can embezzle the money. And then he says, but we're also, before we do this, we're going to test his loyalty. So he mm. goes in and he says, you need to fire Barney. Mm. Barney needs to go. Because he got the lowest score in the test. Okay. But yes. why would you fire the guy who got the worst score? So I thought there's a flaw in the logic here. I think this plan, not I great. And in, 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 in that case, they were actually doing the best thing they should have done, which is fire the smartest guy and hire the dumbest guy. Yep. They got what they wanted. Their plan worked out in their favor, even though they were idiots. Yeah, they didn't do it very well. Yep. But you know, this is the Stone Ages. So who am I to judge? I don't know how they I keep saying, I keep thinking... Well, they're cavemen. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know, what can you expect? They go home. He's got a, he's like quiet. Barney doesn't want, he doesn't want to tell Barney. They go to the house. Turns out there's a party. Barney threw a big old party for him to celebrate at pal. his house. What a pal. What a good guy. He is so mean to him at this party. Fred is an idiot. He's dumb. He is dumb. Everyone's right. He is dumb. He's yeah. so dumb. Yeah. Like they yeah. like have this big party and then they like give him a gift. Uh, Barney and Betty are like, we want to give you a gift. But so then it was like ingrained with his name and it's like a stone Whatever, briefcase. And they're like, we can take it. He's like, no, you guys can't afford it. Barney, you're fired. In front of everybody. In front everybody. of everybody. Everybody. Every single yeah. person. And they're totally fine with it. He's fine in the next scene. Yeah. He's like, all right, well, I guess I'm on to something else. He's like, I'm going to find the next job. And yeah. then he's like, but why was I fired? And he's like, well, you got the worst aptitude test. 
And he's like, what? And he's like, I got fired because of you. He didn't say that, but he's thinking it. Yeah. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Then we're at the dress shop. Yes. Real fast. Real fast. Yeah. Wilma is trying on a dress. And Betty's like, oh, your husband's a vice president now. You, you can, can buy afford it. It's expensive. It. Yeah. yeah go Betty's for it. very supportive. Let's talk about this crystal section. Because everything else, everything else in this world is, is rocks. made of rocks. Are crystals or rocks? I guess so, but they wouldn't break. Yeah, they wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have the technology to make glass or things right. that are like it'd delicate. Just, it'd just be like right? chiseled down crystal. Yeah. Which maybe it was. Maybe it was. Maybe they found crystal and they chiseled it down. I mean, that would make it very expensive. Yeah. But it wouldn't. But he did have his hammer swinging around. Okay, fine. Fine, he fine. He broke fine, a lot fine. of it. I don't know. I just, it's unfortunate they went to the one shop that is anything but rocks in there. Right. Yeah. It's true. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, so she doesn't have the money on her credit card. So Wilma pays mm-hmm. for it. And then they go outside and she's so embarrassed. And she's like, oh, I can't believe this happened. We're not doing really well. Barney can't find a job. Blah, 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 blah. And the kids run off. And then there's some random pterodactyl pooping that on the town. That was weird. <laughs> that was weird. The scene ends with the pterodactyl coming what? in. Everyone freaking the fuck out, grabbing their kids, running inside. And then it poops on a car and flies away. What was that about? That did nothing for the plot. It did nothing? It was a joke? It was a joke? But it was scary. I thought like it the was pterodactyl was going to go down and like spo- <laughs> swoop up on the kids somebody, or somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It just poops. No. I mean, that would be terrifying. Could you imagine, like, if you were walking around and all of a sudden just, like, well, if a, a rain if a ter- of feces? If a pterodactyl fell on you, though, if that pterodactyl poo fell on you, like, you would die. You would die. You would die. So yeah. it is scary. Even if it's just pooping, I mean, that dirt could have killed any one of those people. It was just a weird thing. You think you got bad bird poop. You wait till you see the bird poop oh, in the pterodactyl ages, okay? Minute, All yeah. right? Yeah. You have no idea how bad bird poop could be. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, so then they lose I their house. They can't afford to keep their house anymore. It's happened very, mm. very fast. So Betty and... Barney move in with the Flintstones so they can rent their place out so they can at least yeah. have some money, which is actually yeah. not a bad thing. And I thought it was That's very nice. That's not a bad idea. I thought that do. was very nice of them. If you have a place to go and you could make that extra money, that was a good idea. Mm-hmm. You, like Airbnb it out. Yeah, totally. I thought it was a good idea. But Fred is being very mean to him. He is. Yeah. He's like, he's like making the steak and then Dino eats the steak and he's like, do you like your steak rare? Well, there it's one's yours. <laughs> and it's like, that's your friend who just stole a steak. Just share the other ones or go get it from your dog. Like, don't make a, your guy feel down. Yeah, don't make when him he's chase already got, it. Yeah. He's already having a bad day. He lost his job and his wife broke all the glass in the crystal shop. And, and a bird pooped on somebody's car and it was terrified the whole family. Yeah, was that supposed to be their had, car? I don't know. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the pterodactyl poop. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, he's being a jerk, but it's just like it's his head's getting so big. He thinks he's a big important he's guy. He's a big shot. Yeah. He's he works in the executive office. Yeah. And then we we have the scene where he's like getting him to sign the paperwork and he's like, "I don't know, and I should be reading this." The birds like, "You should read it." And he's like, "I should read it." And then they basically convince him not to read it by throwing a bunch of math cash at him. Is that what happened? Like a bonus? It was weird. So Mr. Vannercave basically does a pitch to the company. It's like, hey, we can basically Oh, I forgot make, about that. Yeah, yeah. So 
so before so before all this, he made a pitch saying basically we can make like this automated system to have the rocks kind of smash automatically. You can um, increase your productivity four times, and we can lay off basically like all of the people in the quarry because like he made this machine that can like do the work that the guys were doing, right? And so that's the plan that they're going to implement this. Um, It's going to be signed off by Fred. And then it would blow up. So they're they're not only trying to embezzle, they're trying to set up Fred for destroying the business as well. Yeah. But why destroy the business if they're embezzling from it? I I don't understand that either. Why are you going to... I can see why they said it was a little too adult. This is a complicated it's, I'm plot. Very, I'm confused. I'm 33 <laughs> years old, and I'm very confused about this I don't plot. understand what's going on. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. It just seemed like they're – because they, they haven't signed so many things. So first, you're going to sign to lay off everybody. Mm-hmm. Then you're going to sign to approve this new structure, although uh, Mr. Slate did approve it, um, who's like the CEO yeah. of it. And, of Slate & Co. Yeah, of Slate & Co. <laughs> And then we're going to also embezzle this money, and you just signed this paper saying that you embezzled the money. Embezzled the money. I don't know. Quite not sure. Yeah, it was confusing. Yeah. I didn't get it. But anyways, so yeah. they give him a bonus because they want him to basically like start spending the money. He basically says he's like, you know what I should do? I should make sure that all the guys get like more vacation time and that they get you know some more perks. So mm-hmm. he dictates it to the bird. I don't know. It goes to Mr. Slate. And so he just assumes that these papers are for the things that he was that requesting kind of for the guys, which is like to right. get him. He's such a dummy. Him. He's dumb. He really doesn't do a good job. No, he's doing a bad job. But so then Mr. Vandercave? Uh, yeah, v- Vandercave. Gives yes. him a big bonus because he's like, you should start living like an executive. Mm-hmm. So he gives him a bunch of money and says, spend away because he wants him to start spending yes. things. So Fred starts buying a bunch of stuff. He gets a new car. Can we talk about the cars for a second? Can we? Yeah, let's talk about the cars for a second. Let's talk about the cars for a second. What were you going to say? Uh, I don't understand. I didn't believe that the feet made it go. You know, like it. Those cars would have been so heavy. So heavy. And their feet barely touched the ground. It's barely. like they didn't even reach. And there was definitely a lot of times I saw the cars going where you didn't see their feet moving at the bottom of it. Yeah. And was that easier than just walking wherever you needed to go because you're pushing that thing around all the time is so much work and it's rocks i guess when they're i guess when they're going downhill maybe that's worth it but it didn't look like they were going downhill that much no i don't think it's easier if you're pedaling i do not think so maybe yeah i don't know even if there's two three four people in there it's still tiring right did and and when there's multiple people in there did everyone drive everyone 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 pedals pedals? but one person steers yes Got it. It's confusing. Because in the bus, there was like a bus where they all had to pedal. Oh, yeah. there was? Mm-hmm. I wasn't running time. <laughs> oh. I was just like okay. fascinated by these cars. I Because in the in the cartoon, it made sense. You, it kind of made sense. In the cartoon, sense. it made sense. It was like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. But in this, it didn't feel right. But you know, maybe that's just hard hard to translate. Hard to translate. Yeah. But the scale was off because like in the cartoon, like his feet are almost as big as like the wheels. So like you kind right. of like got. It's like a caveman. Yeah. 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 I don't know. They tried. <laughs> they tried. They tried. Yeah, um, they spend this money fast. They get they get like another story on their house. Now the rebels can be more comfortable, right? Yeah, I thought that was great too. And did you just notice how how like upset the rebels were because they were spending money? I don't even think they were being that rude. They were ruder before they had the money. I would be happy that my the new place I was staying it was all of a sudden very rich and had a hot tub and had just like had a, a hot st- tub and had an upstairs. Like I'd be like, and I'm like, okay, so I get to sit out here all day. Yeah, you guys can have your private time in there, but I will take my private time later. Yeah, it's not like they weren't allowing them to use it. As far as I, they're knew. not paying rent. 
they're not paying rent. They're living there for free. <laughs> you shut free. up yeah. and you just enjoy it. I mean, I would be kind of annoyed because they were like mowing and stuff. They were probably like, we're feeling kind of like the help, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, have a conversation about it, Rebels. Yeah. If you don't like it. Yeah. Why don't you go back home? Wait, you can't because you're poor. You can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why can't Barney hold down a job? I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to win, I'm trying to understand why he has all these like gig jobs. I guess that he kept getting like new gigs and he kept like, he was like they kept being like he can't find a job, but then he kept having a job. He was finding jobs. But he would just kept switching. Yeah. Yeah. He was finding jobs constantly, and I was like, okay, so if he can't find a job, but he can't hold down I a mean, job. That's a different thing. In his defense, him being a like test dummy essentially is not a good job. That not a good longevity. job. They were literally like throwing him against, like making him crash a car. Yeah, he's in a, a steel, a, a, like a rock car, a yeah. stone car mm-hmm. that was hitting a big stone wall. He would be dead. He'd be dead. Yeah. He would not live through that. No. And then they go to dinner, right? They go to like a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that Barney is the, the, the bus boy. That's what I was looking for. They go to this like concert dinner and Betty's there. Yeah. And... They're doing like a double date. And Barney's, but Barney's not there. So they know Barney's working somewhere. They know he's coming too. They're like, he's on his way. Barney's coming. They even say it. Maybe he thought he could kind of avoid them at the restaurant and then sneak in and sit with them later. I don't know. What the I don't know. Thought process I don't know. Maybe his shift was almost over. Maybe. I don't know. It was strange. Um, the B-52s, by the way, were in this. Oh, my God. They were so good in oh, this. No, they were fun. Yeah, I know. That was a good I song. A good I was like, time. listen to it. And I was like, mm, I can get into this. That'd be fun. And you get to like f- play like the bones as the little piano yeah. and all that. Yeah. yeah. Being in a rock band. Get it? Do you get it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's a rock band. If I never hear another rock pun, I'll be very fine. Like, if I never hear another rock yeah. pun, I'll be sadly disappointed. <laughs> Just kidding. Well, I there's always I, Viva I Rock care. Vegas. Yeah. Viva Rock Vegas. I'm sure there's plenty of rock van puns there. We've already got one we know of. So they're at dinner and then they find out Barney's the busboy. And they're like, you're a busboy? I'm like, a busboy's a lot better a, than him being a fucking crash dummy. Crash chest dummy. Yeah. 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 And they get into a big fight about this. They get in a big fight about it. Yeah, because he's like, you keep thinking you're better than me, everything, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And then he says to him, I lost my best friend the day I became an executive. And I was like, I thought they were fine this entire time. Yeah, it seemed like it was fine. Yeah. yeah. But there are kind of some shots where he's kind of looking longingly outside. And he's like, they're like, they're literally like just swimming around in the pool. I'm like, no wonder you all got fired. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't do anything yeah. and you complain. So, yeah. So then they get in this big fight and they're like, you know, and they basically. We're moving out. Yeah. We're, you, they, yeah. The rebels say we're moving out. Um, and then what happens? What does he say to make him so mad? So then Fred says, hey, I dropped my fork. Why don't you go get me a new one? Oh, and then Barney. Barney. Punches him in the face. And Barney says, you know what? Guess what? Uh, I, You actually scored the lowest. I switched the tests. Fuck you guys. We're moving out. Yeah. And yeah. Betty's like, that makes sense. Yeah. That, that makes sense. sense. Yeah. That, that, like, that, that, that clocks. Yeah. And then he says, oh, sorry, hon. I, I need to punch out. And then she. And then he goes. Punches. <laughs> what a, what a line. That's what a, a line. line. That's, That's a, a good, good line. line. Yeah. I'm going to use that one next time. That one and that one from last week about like, oh, you want another Would you like another, another keg? keg? <laughs> yes. Another keg, you alcoholic. <laughs> so here's my big issue. What? Is the TV. What is the TV? The TV should not exist in this world. 
Right. When they're watching it at the bar or whatever. Electricity doesn't exist. They've they went to a movie at the beginning and I was like, what is a movie in this world? So they show that in the cartoon and it's like the bird does something to make it run and then another bird lights the, there's like a little flame. And so they kind of like show it a little bit more of okay. how they have the reel and then there's like a little light flame. To but like how do they get in. the reel? Is it just like an animated like drawing thing? That I could suspend my belief. So you're going to take would... that, but you're not going to take TV because we don't have electricity. So how are they? No, no, on no. I, I'll take like that. You could find a way to get like some kind of transparent material uh-huh, to and like make a get video a light of some kind and and project it onto a screen. I I could I'll suspend a little belief for that. Whatever. Mm-hmm. What I cannot suspend is that you have a live feed from a news camera into a black and white TV. Mm-hmm. That does not make any sense to me. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree with that. Yeah. I, I can buy into that world. Early in this, they have like a champagne bottle that's made of rocks when glass clearly exists because it's in the it's TV. It's on the TV. You know? Yeah. It makes no sense. Oh. I don't like point. that. Because I think in the show, they used to have two little birds in just like a box and then they would say the news. And they and I was like, that's what, that would have made I don't more remember. sense. Yeah. I think that's what, what they did. Yeah. All right. Yeah, the TV doesn't make any sense to me. TV makes no sense, yeah. So they go home. So, But, but, but on the TV, they're basically oh. saying uh, everybody's rioting because they all got fired. Oh, right, right. And it was Fred Flintstone who did it. And then that's what Barney's like. You fired everybody, you mm-hmm. jerk. And he's like, I didn't fire that's them. Right. I gave them a long vacation. Yeah, and everyone's like, dude. Dude. You're dumb. <laughs> what are you You're stupid? Dumb. And they're like, we knew this. We, we knew this going in. I just want to say, too, that the anchor's name is Susan Rock. Ugh. <laughs> literally everything in this movie is rock related at this this point they were just like they were like i I can't come up with another word just name her last name rock they're like we haven't used rock yet and they're like no we haven't used rock once you see mcdonald's what's the mcdonald's called mcronald's nope mcronald's mcrocknolds i'm pretty sure (laughs) yes Hey guys, it's Katie. Um, cutting in right here, I'm editing, and I noticed that we said this wrong. The name in the movie is actually Rock Donalds, and I just have to go on record to say that Mick Rocknolds is a much better name. Much better name. Okay, pardon the interruption. <laughs> I mean, that's all. That's what. It's only thing it could possibly be. Yeah. Oh God, you know it sounds really good right now. What's that? Arby's. <laughs> ew. Ew, really? You eat Arby's? I don't. I don't. Yeah, because there's... It's about... They meat. got the meats. Yes. You don't got the meats. Yeah. I don't have the meat. But they're roast beef sandwiches with a bunch of Arby's sauce. Really? Oh, my I God. I never... I, I am... I I do got the meats. I eat the meats, but <laughs> I... And I think Arby's always looks so gross. Oh, my God. An, a plain Arby's. Just an yeah. Arby's roast beef sandwich, which is just right. Arby's on a bun. A warm bun. Nothing warm special. Warm bun. Mm. Warm bun, warm roast beef. Mm-hmm. And they give you this Arby sauce, which is sort of like, it's not ketchup, but it's like a tomato-y like, sauce, mm-hmm. like a barbecue, mint tomato sauce. Oh, my God. It is so... A little horseradish in there. Oh, my God. It is so good. Why don't you go get, get that s- sauce and then go get nice. yourself an Impossible Burger? Yeah. It's not the same. It's the meat. Uh, it's the, the meat. They the have meats. the meats. So, yeah. So, Fred's in trouble. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. So Barney and Betty move out, and the next day Fred goes to work, and everyone's all mad. All the Corey guys are outside mad, throwing things at him and, like, being upset with him. And Wilma leaves too, by the way. She's mad. 
she's like, you become kind of a jerk. And she's like, I don't need any of this stuff. No. So after the like, rebels move out, she's like, you're not going to like fix our friendship. We don't have any friends anymore, you know? But you know, I will say this, like Barney did punch him in the face and yeah. made no effort to apologize. And I understand that there, that this is all like, Fred has been benefiting from it, but it was Barney's decision and Barney's choice to switch them that made this happen. It wasn't Fred. I agree. It was all Barney. I agree. Yeah, I And agree. Barney was fired by Fred, but he had to for the job. And that was the job. And going on the information that they had that Barney set up that dynamic of him being the lowest scorer, like this is all Barney's fault. Yeah, I agree. Like, they can't be mad at Fred for that. They can maybe be mad for some things, but the Barney owes Fred an apology for punching him in the face. It's kind of like in Sex and the City when okay. Carrie was having financial problems. She wanted she wanted to buy her apartment, but she didn't have the cash flow to do it. Mm-hmm. And then Charlotte just got divorced, and she got to keep the Fifth Avenue apartment. Yeah. And she went over to the house, and she basically said, "You never even offered to give me the loan. You have the money, and you didn't offer me the money so I could buy my apartment, so I wouldn't be." without my place because you know how much I love my apartment and you're not being a good friend. And Charlotte rightfully says, I am not in charge of your finances. I am your friend, but I am not here to fix your finances. Right. Good for you, Charlotte. Yes, good for you, Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte just got it from being married, but at least she got it. Yeah, it's her business, her money. Yeah. Uh, It's kind of like, and I feel like it's kind of like this, like, I'm sorry that you made that decision and you're on hard times, but what do you want me to do about right. it this is i've how- been letting you live at my house and i've been taking care of your family and making sure everything's okay maybe things aren't perfect but yeah. you like i didn't know that all you know like these things i i've been trying to help you yeah so yeah so wilma's mad she's like i have no friends anymore so i'm gonna leave too so you're yeah. all alone and she's like i don't even care about this stuff i don't care about this lamp i don't care about this necklace i don't care about this television this television that should not exist in this world you don't understand <laughs> He's alone. So after Wilma leaves, then we see Barney and Betty, and they are just living on the land, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's a dinosaur because they took the dinosaur egg. Mm-hmm. And to that's eat. it. That's all that that's happens it. there. Yeah. Yeah. And then we go to the office. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. We go to the office, and this is when Vander Cave is like reveals that he's born embezzling money, and he's the one that like. You know, he's throwing Fred and stuff. Fred's like in trouble. And he's like, I didn't spend that money. He's like, yes, you did. What do you think paid for your new house and your car and all that stuff? He's like, that's the money. So then he's like, I'm going to stay for the cops. And then Sharon Stone's like, no, you should just go run because they're going to take you. You're going to jail. So Fred's on the run. Then we see Wilma is at home with Elizabeth Taylor. (laughs) And she's basically saying. If he's gone for seven days, you can or seven years, you can remarry someone else. Exactly. (laughs) Which is like Elizabeth Taylor advice. She's like, how can mm-hmm. we get you divorced as quickly as possible? Let's just get you another man. Let's, let's go. get you another man. Let's go. Let's go. She's starting to feel a little sad because she sees like her daughter's missing friend. And then the rebels come back. Yeah, they're friends again. They're like, yeah. we're back. We're here to support you. Well, Betty comes back. Oh, Betty comes Betty back. And Betty, Bam comes, Bam. Betty and Bam Bam come back because they don't want to live on the land. Right. It's not like they wanted to apologize. They just didn't want to live there anymore. They were like, it's too hard. They're like, no, I want to come back and live with you again. That was nice. Yeah. With your jacuzzi <laughs> and your your two-story house. Fred's out. He's in disguise. And he goes into like this cave where all the homeless guys from the quarry are. 
And this guy is like, oh, everyone here wants to get that Fred Flintstone. And the old, because they bought a new garbage disposal pig, and the old garbage disposal pig recognized him. That's and his right. And starts falling off, and the old garbage disposal pig is like, Fred Flintstone! I liked that throwback. I was concerned about the about the old one. I was like, what are they going to do with this old one? Why would they not just let him live in the backyard? He's worked his whole life. He's yeah, not going to do anything. Yeah, let him like, retire. Yeah, but I liked that that was a throwback, that he's in this alleyway, and yeah. the garbage disposal is there. So Fred runs, but they capture him, and they basically they decide they're going to hang him. Well, he has this beard. I mean, how could they ever recognize him in this disguise? Yeah. 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 <laughs> beard falls off, and they're like, hey, that's Fred Flintstone. Hey, wait a minute. That's wait Fred Flintstone. Minute. Yeah. Then Cliff Vandercave and Miss Stone, are they're trying to make their exit. Yeah. And they're grabbing all the money, and they're grabbing all the documents. And then Miss Stone realizes, oh, there's only one ticket. And so she's like, what are you? He's like, oh, I'm going to send you more. We can't go at the same time. It's suspicious. So I'll send money for you oh, back. Oh, sorry. It's, um, it's Rocapoco. They're going Rock-a-poco. to. That's good. That's <laughs> good. Rocapoco. Yeah. yeah. So she's like, okay. She realizes that he's going to leave her behind. He's yeah. definitely going to screw her over. She's yeah. like, I don't like this guy anymore. She's very um, calm about it. She's very calm about and it. And she kind of just takes it. I feel she like she takes doesn't it. She doesn't like, do anything. She doesn't put out a plan in action. She doesn't do anything. She's yeah. just like, oh, okay. Fred has been captured by the crowd, the angry mob. They're about to kill him. But as they're about to kill him, Barney pulls up in like an ice cream truck kind of car, yeah. like a snow cone car. Mm-hmm. And he's like, who wants this flavor or that flavor? And then he realizes it's Fred. They have a little conversation about how they, you know, were sorry. And at the same time, Wilma was like thinking, well, maybe there is some way to prove these innocent. So they went to go get the bird because they knew that the bird dictates everything they hear. Right, right. Did they listen to the bird in the office? They just grabbed the bird and they, they figured that him. they could grab the bird and go to the police and then they could okay. like prove his innocence. Yeah. Fred and Barney are getting captured and Barney's like, well, everyone's like, you know this guy? And Barney's like, yeah, I mean, I'm the reason that for all this. And they're like, okay, so they're going to kill Barney too because they're like, you're the cause of him. So I didn't quite understand that logic, but I guess they were just an angry mob. I think they were just an angry mob and I think they were yeah. just trying to be like, they're just mad. Wilma and Betty showed up right at the perfect time to be like, yeah. you guys, you guys, it's not them. Listen to this bird. Listen to the bird. And the bird's like, I'm not going to speak until Fred apologizes. And Fred will not apologize. That's ridiculous. You literally ridiculous. have a rope around your neck. You are about to die, You're about to Fred. die. Yes. Die. That tracks for like a man in the 60s that they would rather mm. die than apologize. Yeah. <laughs> he ends up apologizing. I guess the bird tells the story. They go back to Wilma's mom's house and then they find out that Vandercave kidnap the kids because they says yeah. Vandercave saw that Wilma and Betty took the bird so they're they're on to us so he's like meet me at the quarry tomorrow he leaves a note like meet me mm-hmm. at the quarry tomorrow and you'll get your kids back bring the bird so like yeah. a little exchange kind of thing mm-hmm. so they do they basically get in that back thing like show me the kids and the kids are at the top of the cliff about to go into the like because it's the rock thing that they made yeah. to build houses so they're like on the track to like go into it and he's like give me the bird and so then they give him the bird this is very typical like Start the machine, slowly go towards your deaths, and you got to fight the guy, but also save, stop the kids. Yep, exactly. You got to do yeah. it all. And that's pretty much what happens. I mean, yeah. yeah. They do it. They do it. <laughs> the one thing I noticed is like the bird was so fat he couldn't fly away. Did you hear that? Because he's been in the office too long. He's been in the office and too I much. And I feel that. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I couldn't fly away right now. You no. Know? No. No way. Mm-mm. And so to like- Everything's kind of like falling apart. Barney knocked out. He's with the kids, but he's knocked out. Mm-hmm. Fred's trying to think of a plan. Like, what can I do? Like, think, think, think. Again, he's dumb. That's like the that's the thing of this. He's like, no, no, no. Concentrate and figure it out. Do mm-hmm. something. And then he figures out, okay, oh, I can grab the bird. And then we can get up there. And then Cliff comes 
and he ha- has like a Stone Age gun. It's like a yeah, it's a it stone shoots rocks. gun. It shoots rocks. It didn't look right. like it would kill anybody, but right. I guess it would. Um, I guess it would. I, I, I got hit by a rock. I mean, it's like being shot by like a BB gun. It hurts. I guess and a so. Rock it would is probably hurt. Harder. It would probably get a nice bruise, but yeah. But how does uh, it work? Yeah, I don't know. It's just like he just had it, and you had to accept like this is what it is. This is the I world. This, this is bedrock. Would, this would kill us. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Miss Stone comes from out of nowhere, and she hits him over the head, and um, she's just like, "Yeah, no, fuck this guy. Fuck this guy. He's yeah. too, he was gonna leave me. He was gonna take me to Rockapoco." Yeah. Fred's like remembers when he broke the model in the office. He's like, if I can do this, if I can break it, I can save the day. Yes. So he sets it up to catapult the rock in the right direction. He breaks the machine. Luckily, Fred Barney wakes up just in time to get the kids out of there, which means that Fred was basically going to kill the kids. I I don't know. Yeah. I, this man is not. I, he. Sh- I don't, I'm. A, I. I. I question his ability as a father. Yeah, question, as a man, like as a father, as a husband, yeah. as a boss, as a manager. He's All not good at anything. No. Um, I said earlier, I was like, he probably does deserve to go to jail. Like, he did sign that paperwork. He did sign that paperwork. He did take the money. Although, he didn't look into it, but like, he did do it. Because there's tablets at the time. Then he gets mad and he crushes them. I'm like, well, you just solved your problem. They're done. Yeah, he yeah, broke copy, the tablets. Photocopies don't exist. Yeah. sign doesn't exist. Right. They don't no. have an extra. They could yeah. be like, he'd be like, I don't have any paperwork of that. No, didn't exist. I have no rock work of that. No. no <laughs> then as he does the explosion, it creates concrete and the concrete rolls all over um, Gander Cave. And then everyone shows up. The cops are there because they saw the explosion. Betty and Wilma bring the cops and they're like, it's all good. And everyone just kind of is like, cool with it. It's over. Yeah, they're all good. The fight is over. Yeah. They take Miss Stone. He's like, And then Fred's like, I told them what you did. They'll be easy on you. Don't worry. And she's yeah, like, I've and been she's a like, bad girl. She does. I'm bad. She was Bad so sexual. Girl. Yeah, no, she um it was too much. It was, it was too, too much. much. It didn't make any sense. That's just her being her though. She's just she That's just who Sharon is. Stone is. That's no, I'm just saying that's who Halle Berry is. <laughs> like, she's just like nice. Halle Berry is yeah. It's not her Halle Berry could say anything and it's yeah. sexy. I mean that's pretty much the end. That's and then Mr. The Slate end. comes and says yeah. what is this? And he's like, oh, sorry, the rocks fell and it went with the water and it made this paste thing. And he's like, I, this is concrete. I love it. I'm going to name it concrete. It's going to be incredible. We're going to do this. I want to make you president. And he's like, nope, I don't want to be president. I'm going to go back to being what I was being. And I was like, you're a fucking idiot. You're dumb. You're dumb. Again, you're, you're fucking dumb. Idiot. You're dumb. You're dumb. You just embezzled from the company and now they're trying to give you more money. Take mm-hmm. it and run. Yes. All you did wrong was sign paperwork wrong. Yeah. Idiot. Listen to the bird, you'll be fine. Listen but. to the bird, you'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So he's like, we invented concrete, so let's hire back all the guys again. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I guess that's what makes sense. Anyways, that's the end of the movie. Everyone makes up. Everyone's happy. I guess Barney gets his job back. I assume at the yeah. quarry. Yeah, and then they go to the drive-through at the end, and they basically mimic the end, the end uh, of the show. credit sequence of yeah. the cartoon. Yeah. yeah. What did you think of the movie? What was your review? Well, I, I, uh, mm. <laughs> I'm very so, like split because I, okay. it's, I feel, I, I appreciate it from a production standpoint that they created this world. Just the art direction, everything was almost $5 million. Right. So I can, I can appreciate this world that. a bit and how much it was mimicking the show. Ultimately, I, it didn't really match the charm and the funniness Mm-mm. of the show. The plot didn't. So I'm going to say that I didn't... Like it? I didn't like it. I guess I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Well, I hated it. 
Oh, well, like, yeah. Dude. yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. like, this is awful. The plot is terrible. It's taking forever to get there. By the yeah. end of the movie, I was like, I just want this to be over. I thought this would be the first movie that I didn't finish. Oh, wow. I was like, I You're going to come like to this. class under- unprepared. I didn't finish mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. Yeah. I I finished it. But like, I was like, this one wasn't for me, you guys. I find I'm that sorry. very funny that you want to watch Viva Rock Vegas. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I really hated it, but I want to watch the sequel. Yeah, that was the movie. And that's the end of our review. Any final thoughts about the movie or what it was? I felt like I was I was in between a rock and a hard place. Oh, boom. Well, you just went there. Okay. We All should right. say that although it was not critically renowned, it was a box office hit. People watched yeah. it. Yeah. People went and saw it. Yeah. Yeah. People liked it. Yeah. And good enough to make a sequel that went to theaters. I thought it was direct DVD and I just thought it had a box office, so... I think it's probably a no-brainer that you get the rights to something like this that's like super beloved and whether it's going to It makes money. You're like, I'm going to make yeah. it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Turn it out. Thank you guys for listening to us. We really enjoyed having you here. We hope you enjoyed yourself too. Mm-hmm. If you liked us, right? We want you to listen to us and follow us more. Follow us on social, Twitter, mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, TikTok. We're thinking about starting a Facebook at Well Maybe. I Liked It. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe for um, the aunts and the uncles out there. Yeah, so follow all those. Uh, and also give us a review on uh, Apple Podcasts because apparently that helps. I guess it and helps. Five stars. Yeah. Five, five stars, stars would be preferable. It yes. only takes you two seconds mm-hmm. and it would it would be great for us. I'll write a review for you. Here's what you say. Ooh. Wow, exclamation point. This was the funniest podcast I've ever listened to with my two ears. Mm-hmm. I loved their perspectives and I can't wait to – See, both of them have their own morning talk show one day. They are the next Kelly and Ryan. Ooh, I think Regis and Kathy Lee. Oh, yeah, we are Regis and Kathy Lee. Yeah, I'm definitely Regis. I'm a Regis. Yeah, I think I could be a Kathy Lee. Could you be a Kathy or are you a Kelly? I could be Kelly. I could be Kelly. Yeah, Perky and Peppy like like Mm -hmm. Kelly. Yeah, Yeah, sure. That's very nice. Ooh, then I get a nice hot Latin husband. That'd be great. Ooh, okay. Why not? Sure. Yeah, great. That's who we I are. See, I see that vision for us. This is Regis you'll and be Kelly. A, you'll be an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Got it. Yeah. Uh, well, we'll see you guys next week. So next week, are we watching? We're watching Elf. Elf. I'm very excited yeah. for this. Brad's never ah, seen Elf. Never seen it. It's my first time. Very excited. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.